Hey, it's Brian, and welcome to TPN The Walk-On. On today's show, we talk Joel's betting mistakes, NFL Week 7 matchups, and World Series preview with Michelle Neat. And now, from the Bet Bunker in Brooklyn, here is your host, Joel Walkowski. The Cleveland Browns stink. No, they don't. No, they do not, Brian. Okay. We 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 told everyone going into that game because you know what? Listening back to last week's shows, yeah. I was right about everything. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, I, I you know I was skeptical too. You know, Kyle was like, "Oh yeah, they're gonna win," but I'm like, mm, I don't I don't think Kareem Hunt is that back that can. I mean, do you do you see how strong the Pittsburgh Steelers are? Just just single. They 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 are very beefy men, and they know how to do their job very well. Well, I I just I knew I didn't care about that loss because you're headed, you haven't lost one in Cleveland in sixteen years in Pittsburgh rather in yeah. sixteen years. Right. You and thank you. Thanks for bringing up all the history. <laughs> hey, you know if I'm as a Lions fan, we go up ten points. I got to deal with a montage of the Lions blowing double yeah. digit leads. So yeah. you got to deal with that on this show. Yeah, and that's okay. I'm I'm cool with that. But just ooh sheesh. But it's okay. Your quarterback shouldn't have played in that game. He shouldn't. You are so right, Joel. If you're going to study for a test, like the hardest test of the year, and you don't go to school all week, should you play? No. No, like I have an accounting quiz tomorrow. And like I studied yesterday, the day before that, I'm going to study tonight. I'm going to study tomorrow morning. and I'm ready. If Baker Mayfield was in the class, he'd just show up tomorrow, not know the, how to log into the course at all. Yeah, but I took mental reps. Teach. I'm okay. Yeah, Baker Mayfield, he'd need a booster seat to reach the computer. <laughs> hey, now. Okay, come on. Come on. He's tall. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even make that. I can't even laugh without saying that. Yeah. Yeah, but you're you're taller than Baker, so I commend you for that. Thank you. But Thank not you. a bad loss. This is just a Pittsburgh team that's peaking at the right moment. <sighs> this Claypool thing, like you knew coming into this week that that story was just going to take off. Oh well, I mean you're you're still going to do yeah. You you score four touchdowns <laughs> the, the the game before, but yeah, you're still going to do your job. And he's just he's just a beefy man. I'm just, I'm going to say it again. Steelers are all just little beef, just what, like American beef. What are we doing with right these there. third rounders? Like last year we mm-hmm. saw, Oh, Seattle, you can plug any receiver into that system. They'll be, they'll be better than everyone. And we knew there was one receiver who was more physically gifted yeah. than anyone else in DK. the draft last year. DK Metcalf. DK all day. He got passed on by every team twice mm-hmm. goes to the Seahawks this year. You know, the Steelers, Anyone can succeed as a skill position player in there. Like yeah. Le'Veon Bell, we've seen how it's turned out. We've Ooh. seen how it's turned out with Antonio Brown, Mike Wallace. The list goes on and on right. and on. Yeah. But somehow there's this guy in the draft who has all the same measurables as Calvin Johnson. Like this th- dude is. Oh man. And then he goes to the third round because, like, oh, we don't know whether he'll succeed as a tight end or a wide receiver at the NFL level. How about both? How about we just line him up somewhere and see what he can do? Oh, you mean the six-five guy with a forty-inch vertical leap hmm. is a good receiver? You don't say. Hmm, I'm not sure we make him a tight end. I don't know. That's <laughs> not fair. But oh my goodness, this okay. guy is. What about him in run blocking? He doesn't need to run block. <laughs> that cares? dude is Calvin Johnson at the tight end position. Ooh. He's insane to watch. Well, and the best eye black I've ever seen since John Randall. That was very, it's very all over his face. He yeah, doesn't, it's just vertical. Yeah. Like a diagonal stripe. He looks good. So do you think Juju gets, they just shoo him away next year? 
because I mean Chase is a number one. Chase is a number one, but you know Juju, he's a he's a company man. They got rid of Antonio Brown in large part because they liked Juju so much. Right. And in the for the Steelers, like you have a lot of old fogies there. Yeah. If you have that receiving position down pat, mm. you can actually maybe let Ben walk into the sunset, pick another quarterback <laughs> off the scrap heap, yeah. and then you're good to go. I I would lock down Juju. Really, you would give a uh, give Chase a a a quarterback in the heap. Like, don't you want to give him a guy that's going to just light him up? Like, that's going to make him become this best receiver in the league type of deal. Yeah, but I think culture is the thing that matters with Pittsburgh. Like, mm, it's consistency. They've had three coaches going back to the AFL-NFL merger. It's And we've cl- had 20. The Browns <laughs> yeah. have had 20 because we were like, maybe we're just going to use them for uh, Christmas shopping, and then we'll let them go. <laughs> it's very upsetting. Yeah, but this was not a good weekend for you. You had a, a terrible Browns loss. Terrible. I I went I went and got food. <laughs> like <laughs> it was just one of those. I mean, that first pick six was like, oh, okay, Baker has doesn't is not reading the offense, uh, reading the defense at all, and he's not ready for this. Yeah, and like certain injuries, you can play through. If you have like got something in your sh- non-throwing shoulder, that's fine. fine. If you've got something in your hip. That's fine. But your ribs, that's going to be with you no matter what it's, you're doing. It hurts yeah. when you breathe. Right. So, I mean, if you have a broken kidney, you still can play. You know, that's not going to hurt too much. Yeah, right? you might be better. You can get dialysis at halftime. <laughs> it's good. It's <laughs> fine. It's good. It's good for your bones. Good for your body. But, oh, man. How, how was you got some bad bets? You got what, what are you? Well, before we get into my bad bets, I oh. do want to say that. Um, you know what? I beat you in fantasy this oh, week. You I was have hoping, a better I was hoping, team than I was me. trying to get I'm, past it. <laughs> I'm one and four. You're four and one. You Thank ripped you. me off in a trade. I will, yeah. I will add it was Keenan Allen and someone good. Yeah, Malcolm. Uh, uh, Malcolm Brown yeah. for Michael Thomas, who uh, he's been suspended by the Saints. He, right. People are saying, Joel, can you can you come back to your fantasy lineup? No. <laughs> we have stricter con- <laughs> We're very strict he about is grounded. conduct. He's suspended from fantasy. He is grounded. Not coming good. back. Oh, boy. But yeah, I did not have a good week gambling wise. Yeah. I lost um, two hundred fifty dollars on the weekend. Okay, that's um, that's that's a good that's a a, a suit from a, a bad place. Just yeah, like. <laughs> and I'm 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 gonna lose more than I'm gonna have to lose more than that to get one of my suits. You can tell I, got, I look like a metrosexual lumberjack right now. That is so. that is a very sexy lumberjack, my and, friend. And you know what? My this jacket is why my my gambling weekend got off to such a bad start. What do you mean? Well, okay, so you know I had homework Friday night. Yeah. Owen two on baseball bets. Mm. Missed on them both. That Dodgers line gets me once again. <laughs> I've been riding the Astros. I reverse course on the Astros. Yeah. I figured, you know what? If they're gonna lose this game, I can win them back on game seven. Mm-hmm. The Tampa will be too damaged psychologically to win that game seven. But baseball's stupid, and there's no logic to it, and it's <laughs> random chance. It is. I mean, it's just people sitting around waiting to go play play their sport. So but, yeah. But, but I had engagement photos today. We had a great Ooh. time. We had some good photos, but I had to get a wardrobe for it. So I was 30 seconds late in placing my bet for the biggest lock in sports. Yeah. Clemson first quarter. 
That didn't go through, and that was a bad sign. Did you know, like, until like after your your cute engagement photos, no, they turned I, out well? Do you got any previews for it? No previews. <laughs> um, I've had enough conversations about them that I'm never gonna look at the proofs, and it's gonna drive my fiance crazy. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I've given enough energy to this. I'm done. I'm moving forward. We're on. Done. <laughs> We're on to Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, a- acting like Bill Belichick in your relationships <laughs> never good. Just like compartmentalize, moving forward. Oh, <laughs> 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 Sam. We laid in tramped a hot dog. <laughs> oh, wow. That's good. Did you finish it? No. You know what? Maybe maybe she's not the right woman for me because she put onions on there. Oh, everyone I mean, loves onions. I, I, I don't like those slimy onions. I like onions when they're not cooked when, or when they're cooked a lot. When onions are just cooked a little bit, not for Ooh. me. I feel like I'm swallowing slugs. Oh, give me that hard crunch. Give me that. <laughs> That's all day. I, I like a hard crunch. I like a red onion. I like a white onion. But a, but a steamed onion, ooh, ooh, not for me. Yeah, it's a little wet noodle for sure. Yeah, so Saturday, 0-4 on college football. <laughs> Miami, they move the line. I lose that by a point. Damn. Uh, Arkansas, they blow they, they blow out a much better Ole Miss team. Right. And Tennessee, a team that I watched go toe-to-toe with Georgia last week, mm-hmm. gets blown out at home by Kentucky. Ooh, uh, Kentucky's kind of like, they're kind of good. So. But Kentucky was missing their best player. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that's what they rally about. That's what you rally on. Those are those teams that are good. Yeah, I didn't think the uh, Kentucky men's football team was a Ewing Theory candidate, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> oh, you were talking about Clemson. I looked it up because that... That score yeah, was, was outrageous. Final score it was like seventy-three to seven, something like <laughs> that. So the most lopsided game in football, college football history, occurred in nineteen sixteen when Georgia Tech beat Cumberland. So Georgia Tech is just—they they were waiting for a wallop for, from, from nineteen sixteen. Yeah, so th- th- this was for Cumberland. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we will revenge you for years and years. Yeah, but. Trevor Lawrence is avenging old cum. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, Jesus. That was that was how they rallied together. <laughs> okay, so I'm I'm fine with losing money on college football because yeah. I'm just dipping my toes into the water. I'm gonna be bad now because I'm your gonna toes. be good during bowl season. Uh-huh. But you know, NFL, my big theories mm. where I knew the Lions were gonna win. Oh no, Trump. I knew the Steelers were gonna win. I placed big bets on both, and I was like, you know what? I want to throw a little bit more out there. And I was between. Mm-hmm. You know, just doubling down on those bets. I thought about putting a grand on the Lions money line. A a, gr- a gr- what? A G, a K. Wow, that's a like pile. Drake. That's like Drake money. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's the money Drake makes uh, for buying a candle. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that when the Raptors went to the the bubble? Drake put a a candle in each of their rooms with a distinct scent. No, I did not do <laughs> yeah. that. Oh he man! He gave Stanley Johnson, worst player in the NBA, a candle with the scent. Williamsburg morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Drake. He's just he he just wants to play so bad. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna, I'm gonna be the candle guy for Toronto. Yeah. I can do that. Oh. oh, you know, whatever. You know, Nets need wicks too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, not a great start for me. So I did a couple things I promised I would never do on this show, and I'd like to apologize for that. I made a lot of mistakes this weekend because what have I, what have I promised not to do in this show? I I pledged not to do another sweetheart parlay. That's correct. Yeah, I did a sweetheart parlay. Oh, you and broken man! I did another thing that I promised I would never do. What you do? I tied that sweetheart par- heart parlay. 
to Kirk Cousins. Come, the worst, but no. That's well, well, you know, I'm seeing like the Falcons fired their coach. They got a COVID scare, so not only did they have a new coach, but they weren't able to practice and in skill any change in schemes. They absolutely just yeah. drove the Vikings out of the gym yesterday. They got smoked. It was an embarrassing loss for the Vikings. Oh yeah, and I mean just. Uh, they were Kirk was just throwing interceptions because I think he wanted to. I think he just wanted to go home. That that was just an awful, awful play for him. Yeah, that was the strangest day in NFL history because there were two separate fan bases. And like if you look at the ratios, yeah. like if your team was playing at one o'clock on Sunday, there was a tw- like a twenty percent chance you were wishing Case Keenum was your starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, where is Case? I need to bring Case back in. But uh the, I was looking at the Falcons, uh, just like their their free agent signings over over the year, and their pass rush is an issue. Expect as a as a uh, Madden GM, uh, I've made a lot of player a lot of teams in, in Madden. Yeah, what's and, a, what's a team name you go for? Oh no, I just use like the regular. Just, you know, I'm the Cleveland Browns. You know, I'll just <laughs> or when they trade us, or they when our owner moves us to uh, New Mexico. So we're the New Mexico Browns. Doesn't sound great. <laughs> Doesn't sound great at all. Um, but you, when you're when you play in a three four defense, I, I, I sound like I'm a coach or anything. But we play in a three four defense. It's hard to to find good pass rush, and they they sign uh, Fowler for a nice contract, and he's got one sack but that was a bad signing because it's a bad sign because we we watched Dante Fowler wash out once he did great while playing next to Aaron Donald and the inherent penetration that comes with playing next to Aaron Donald yeah and so like he was able to exploit awful matchups and get like pressures but that's not going to be the case when you're the guy just the just the guy and he's so bad it's it's it happened um, uh, with uh, Baltimore, we got one of their pass rushers because, like, oh, you know, he he's he's in the Ravens. He knows what he's doing. He's like, but no, that defense is amazing. Of course, he's going to have a lot of sacks or whatever. And I, that's what teams always just mess up. They're like, well, he's he's got a lot, but it's like, but what's around him though? You know, that's the big problem. So, they, you just don't do free agent signings. You just don't do it. You don't do it for your whole uh, starting lineup. You just don't do it. Yeah, so it it was rough. That was a bad loss for me, and you know what? I think I'm in. Th- I've been I've been on the wrong side of the sucker bet of the week two weeks in a row. Oh, because last week I think the Chiefs going down to the Raiders hurt a lot of people financially. Yeah, of course. This week I think the Patriots going down to to the Broncos and my boy, some Drew, Drew Locke didn't get hey, into the end zone. Drew once Locke I, took a look good though. I mean, he as good mm. as you can look without a chin, <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's so, he's just very, you're like, I'm not, I don't know what to expect from him, but he just shows up and just his good feet. Got good feet for that guy. Drew's got good feet. <laughs> Love that. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's got good feet. Yeah, hear that today on the news. Drew Locke's good feet. Yeah, no, and, and that was a game the Patriots win like 99 times that's, out of 100. I mean, the, that's another game, though, just uh, just like for, for Baker. Uh, you, you don't practice for a while, and then you come back, and you're expecting to be who you are, and it's, it doesn't work that way. So, like, in that time, so I lost a little bit on Saturday, mm-hmm. and thanks to the teasers, 
you know, they kind of evened out with my with my Steelers and Lions bets. Yeah, yeah. And I was able to battle back thanks mostly to the Miami Dolphins. Oh, they look so good. Yeah, I took them straight up. I teased them with the Buccaneers yeah. and like watching Aaron Rodgers throw interceptions. I believe it is my my happy place. That you, you always hate them, so this is probably just great for you. And Did you cry a little bit? Just like at a happiness? Yeah, I enjoyed it, you know? Like, <laughs> it was nice because, you know, that frustration came out so quickly. Oh, yeah. When it, he gets mad, it's like, you're weird. <laughs> you're a weird like guy when you get Like, the whole vibe mad. changes for yeah. that franchise. And you're like, huh, I wonder what the Bears' division odds are. Ooh, they, their defense is hot to trot, I'll tell you what. And then, you know, I, I could have evened out for the weekend. There was one more game. Yeah, what did you do? And, you know, <laughs> I... I it was the Rams and the Niners. Right. And I was very much in favor of the Niners. And a couple people who might be in this room right now <laughs> had a lot of things to say talking me out of the, the Niners. It's fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never know what you're going to get from Jimmy G, but yeah, man. Yeah, you do. <laughs> B minus production in a good atmosphere. Everything around him makes him a better player. I know. Yeah. And you know what? That was that was the moment I I placed that bet. Someone texted me like, "Hey, all the sharp money's on the Niners." And I was just like, "All right, we're fucked." You say shark money? Sharp money. Oh, okay. Sharp. That's like someone who knows what they're doing. Oh. You could be a sharp. You can be a tout. You can be a whale. Those are the three things. What you about want. a dolphin? Um. If you're playing the Jets, yeah, that's something you want to be. <laughs> okay, <laughs> if right. Joe Flacco is taking longer sacks than his longest completions, you're in a good place. <laughs> all right. All right. Good to know. Good to know. But yeah, so I didn't listen myself here. So I think, you know, doing this job, it has like an effect on me because sometimes things get a little bit overcomplicated. Sure. All these factors are coming in. I'm looking at the, the Vikings. I'm looking at the Colts. Mm. I'm looking at the Patriots. When really... I knew the things I knew, and the things I knew were Dolphins, Steelers, Lions. Didn't stick with that. So yeah. when we always have like a general NFL roundup conversation, so this week I think we should go through all the Week 7 matchups. I'll give the line, and we'll ask what we learned about each team. Okay, sounds so good. So let's start with the Thursday night stink bomb. You know, I, I do think we should preview the worst game of the week every week. Oh, yeah, but I like it. Yeah. This one's a little too quick. Giants at Eagles. Eagles are favored, according to DraftKings, by six and a half points. Mm. So we learned that the Giants are the same team as Washington. Yeah. We learned that Philadelphia has a little fight in them. Mm -hmm. they got that's blown. Carson. That's regular Carson. Yeah. They got blown out of the water. They yeah. were get they their offensive line was so injured. They they, they, they kind of just need to throw in that towel at that their their offensive line. They've been holding on to offensive linemen for so long and not been able to go through the draft and find someone replaceable. I mean, you have a franchise quarterback. You gotta protect this guy. Yeah, but there was tough things with the timing of the injury report. Like mm -hmm. Lane Johnson didn't play and that wasn't announced till Saturday. And like yeah. you see that and like you know, that's I, feast. That's feast time. Yeah, I mean, they were lucky to get a cover. They mm. were probably never going to get a win that game. But in this game this week, there's nothing going on with the Giants. The Giants don't have a single skill position player outside of Ingram. Right. Daniel Jones is. He didn't fumble. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's that's the mark. And for, that's the highest praise. So yeah. 
In Good this, job. <laughs> in this game, I think you see the Eagles are a team. They still care about their season. Oh, yeah. And they are, they're so capable of still winning that division. So it's just it's it's garbage. And regardless of what happens mm. in the Cowboys Cardinals game tonight, mm. it's gonna no matter what the outcome is, it's gonna put m- additional motivation onto this Philadelphia Eagles team that has so far underachieved. Yeah. So in your in our fantasy in our fantasy game, I w- went cute with the uh, defense and picked Arizona Cardinals defense over Tampa's, and Tampa had twenty points. Arizona's Cardinals defense who. Are lost their best player for the season. Yeah, I was being cute. It was <laughs> yeah. cute. It's being a cute ball. You yeah, know how it's that happens. Cute. It's a, it's adorable. It's <laughs> like uh, telling a Polak to piss in the corner of a circular room. Cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's going all over the place. Okay, so that one. The, I think last week we look ahead. You take the Eagles. Next one, mm-hmm. Bills favored by ten points against the Jets. We do not know the results of the Bills game, nor will we, guys. Oh. We're in a we're in a props network bubble. Oh. I gotta go. I, I love the the Chiefs Bills game. I'm gonna watch it when I go home. Damn it. In this game, I have to ask, what are the odds of the Jets going 0 and 16? Is Ooh. that the best way to enjoy betting on on the Jets this yes, year? Yes. Yes. How bad they are? Yes. It's <laughs> the only way. The Jets. They traded their defensive tackle to the Buccaneers during the game yesterday. Are you serious? Yeah, Steve McClendon, he was traded from the Jets to the Bucks, And then the team's like, hey, you want to come back here? stuff? He's like, nah, I'm just going to stay in Florida. So he rented a car and just drove to Tampa. What? What an amazing trade. Yeah, absolutely. And you That's know so funny. Just be like, okay. Hey, hey, coach! Uh, I'm just gonna hop onto the other side too. Just, I'm just gonna go get a hot dog. If everything's fine, I'm traded, right? And I thought this was interesting. On the same date as the game yesterday, which mm-hmm. was October 18th, on October 18th, 1975, yeah, the Dolphins shut out the Jets. Whoa! As the crowd chanted for the Jets coach to be fired. Ooh, that's a good. I wish I was there. <laughs> Can we get a time machine? And go back there. That yeah, seems like a fun. Let time. baby Hitler grow up. You know, we want to <laughs> see this Jets blow Let's up. Let's see this one. Let's see this one. I yeah, I would honestly go back to see a Lions win a playoff game. It'd be nice. Uh, I would love to see uh, the Browns too. Well, Arnold Spider. And this is crazy. I got this stat from the game. It doesn't apply here. Yeah. But Tua became the first. He threw the first left-handed pass in the NFL in five years. Is Ooh. that correct? I knew that looked weird, him throwing that ball. Was, is it Matt Leinert, the last one? Who's the last left-hander? I, I couldn't fo- – who was the last left-hander? I think it was Matt Leinert. I the really of- feel like that's Matt Leinert. All right, that, that's – you're asking me stuff, but that is your division of labor. Switching <laughs> 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 the job. Left-handed QB. Well, yeah, I think it might be Matt Liner, but we'll see. Yeah, so if the Bills are only favored by 10, like, that's maybe... You just tie that money line to everything. Yeah. Like, if you're going to get cute, the Bills money line is how you get cute. You can get a little multiplier. Oh. And then, you know, maybe there isn't anything too interesting we can learn about the Jets or Bills right now, but this last matchup, Lions at Falcons. So you have two teams. Yeah. They're struggling to save their seasons. They suddenly looked like they had an ability to play defense yesterday. The Lions were just, the secondary was so engaged. Like, I thought a couple guys were going to get ejected. They were hitting the the shit out of the Jaguars. I loved to see it. Yeah, they were were getting after it. I, it. It was, and Minshew 
We're like, okay, well, we had that discussion with Jake Head about if, if he's a franchise quarterback. I'm like, he makes the plays. He just have, he doesn't have weapons around him. And, I mean, and then the Lions were just feasting on him because that line is awful. Yeah, that line is awful. You oh, Tim, uh, Tim Tebow from 2010 to 2015, and then Kellen Moore from 2012 to 2017. Oh, Kellen Moore. Tua, yeah. Kellen oh, and Moore. Pat White from tw- two, yeah, 2009 to 2014. But Pat White wasn't really a quarterback in the NFL. No. He was like kick returner, receiver, maybe yeah. a little wildcat in there. Meow. <laughs> I'll make sure to get a soundbite so you can do that. So. And, you know, when we talk about what we learned yesterday, I think we learned that we need to issue a formal apology. Yeah, to who? DeAndre Swift, <laughs> who was the best player on the field yesterday by an extremely wide margin. Hey, it, it is, if, you, if, if we're thinking about it, he is con- the rookies are out of, out of the preseason now. You know, so they yeah, have we, exactly they have those games under their belt, and now I mean it's really just instinct, and now you're seeing it. 19 carries, 122 yards, Damn. and two touchdowns. Mm. The, you know, the last Lions running back to get 100 plus yards and two touchdowns in a game. Who you got? Barry Sanders. Barry. And it took him until week 16 to do it. DeAndre Swift getting it in week six, wow. so not so bad. And like, there's, it's crazy how much confidence gamblers had in the Lions. Really? Yeah. Yesterday, a a gambler he placed a two million dollar money line bet, two million dollars on a parlay of the Lions and the Dolphins. I'm I'm sorry, uh, that's just too much money. Um, I'm sorry, that's just two two million dollars. <laughs> yeah, anonymously too. A lot of people like when if you're an Astros fan, you're probably like Mattress Mac. He's always out there with his big bets. Yeah, this guy is like he wanted it to be anonymous. Oh, I like the Lions. <laughs> oh my goodness! So did he win? What's the win? Did he? Yeah, he won. He won. Um, that was probably I the Lions money line at minus one sixty. Yeah. So if you tied that with the Dolphins, I think that would bring it to close to even odds. Whew. So he's walking around with four million dollars. That's how does so you just get that wired in? Like you just take a no, deposit. You get it. You you have to do it cash with if you if you're going to a casino yeah you can't use any cash money homie oh my goodness how do you take four right? million Sam you can't place a bet at any sports book with with a credit card can you if you're like a big heavy hitter you can get a lot of credit yeah mm. but even in when I'm in line at like Atlantic City or Vegas you see the guys they're walking around with their wads and like. So this guy, he, he went to the bank. They're like, hey, why are you withdrawing this money? He's like, well, I really like Stafford on the road this week. Wow. <laughs> somehow this bank gave him the money still. Sheesh. And that's a time trial right there. He's using, he's got the sports almanac from Back to the Future, and that's what he's doing. That's, that's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, so this is, I can't believe the Lions at Falcons is one of the best games of the weekend. Yeah. But one of these teams, they looked great last Matt week. Matt looked great. Whoever wins this game mm. is gonna have momentum for the second half of the season. Yeah, both they're kind of. I think they kind of want to play for Raheem more in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and with the Lions, Patricia was coaching for his job yesterday, Yo, and yeah. they came through for him. Yeah, I. I mean, I say that the the Lions are on that uptick too. Uh, I'm just not sure if the Falcons can handle uh, the workload with a lot of people out, and they just need a running back. Yeah, Todd Gurley's great, but you really need someone to protect the ball and just have give Matt some, some, some peace and just have like 150, 
And like, just, it, I feel bad for Matt. I, I just don't know what's going to happen to him and the whole team. Because I remember when him and Julio Jones connected for a touchdown, you could see like they hugged, like they knew this might be the last time. And we, it was crazy to see Matt Ryan have the swaggiest play on mm-hmm. an entire NFL Sunday. That fourth down, he, he acts like he's scrambling. He backpedals like he's James Harden doing a step back. Yeah. Finds Julio all alone. Julio's man is trying to stop Matt. Yeah. Easy touchdown there. Good on Julio, too, because he, he could have, you know, went to Twitter for this, this bad record and be like, I need, I need to go. I just don't like this team. He just stays the course, and that's just like a great. That's just a great player on your team to have. Yeah, and in this context, in this gambling show, we have to look at the, how both these teams looked yesterday. Mm-hmm. No one knows what's going to happen in this game. Lions Falcons, absolute stay away. Yeah, and you know, I, the next game might be a stay away too. I'm pretty sure. Steelers at Titans, and I I'm think pretty sure. I the Titans, they're just ruining every COVID theory I had for gambling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh the, we're seeing this wreck the Patriots season. Well, Tannehill is just... Uh, uh, Tannehill and Coach Vrabel is... I'm sorry, Coach of the Year right now. Coach of the... Have you seen... That was the first time in my entire life I saw a coach get his own highlight reel from a game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that 12-man, then him acting like he was mad about it is genius. Like, he's getting an Oscar and Coach of the Year for that. That was so cool. This guy, he just knows... When you have a coach that knows the minutes and just knows the game so well, you're going to win those close games. Yeah, and that's... We just... We hit the threshold yesterday... Mm. You know, there are certain players who it's scary to bet against. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, they come to mind. Yeah. Is Mike Vrabel one of those guys now? Yeah. Because, like, I thought about going on Texans three and a half and, like, Jesus, I would be (laughs) so mad if they didn't do it. They just play. And uh, what? uh, why is Ryan Tannehill so good right now? Because he's not playing for Adam Gase. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Maybe we do go in this because this the line does not reflect the awful injury that happened to Devin Tennessee's Bush. most in, most. Oh, in, I thought you talking about for the Steelers. Yeah, no, no, not for the Steelers. For Taylor Luan. Oh, yeah, the left tackle for Tennessee, the guy who's kind of absorbed the Conklin departure, really made that line go mm-hmm. out for the year with an ACL. So if, if any other circumstances, any other coach, and I, I'm going to be on the Steelers this weekend. Yeah. I think they're a better team. I think they're a better version of this team, but I don't like going against Rabel. Oh, no. And I, what I'm very excited to see, um, what I really wanted to see out of the Cleveland was to have Nick Chubb back there and see if he could um, push back on the Steelers. Because, I mean, they're, 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 they're very tough, as I said before. And... I really want to see what happens when the Steelers get knocked in the mouth a little bit. Yeah. How, how will they react to that? And it's just like in every game this year, I've been, you've kind of looked at like the outside circumstance, like, oh, Tennessee's in trouble. Tennessee's not been in trouble at all this week. No. They're just cool as a cucumber. Yeah. But, and the Steelers lost Devin Bush to ACL injury. So you got your, you know, your middle linebacker out there that makes plays. Yeah, but they have so much on that defensive side. Like it's yes, it's a loss, but they're good. That's the thing. Yeah, where'd Devin Bush go to school? Hmm. Come on. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, next one. I, I said I wasn't gonna put any credence into the Browns. The Browns at the Bengals, they're favored by 
only three points. Mm. Why do we not pound this line? Mm. We saw these teams play earlier in the year. Yeah. Cincinnati, they had a spirited effort against Indianapolis. It looked better than it was. Yeah. They were very productive for about a quarter and a half, Mm -hmm. but then they didn't do anything the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah. This is a... This is a comeback to normal game for the Browns. They really need this game um, just for divisional because you you already lost twice and you didn't look great doing it. Um, we got to stop doing that if we want to be like in in the running at the end. So would you? We just need one of these definite definite wins where we blow them out and we hold Joe to. I would love. 10 points just to show like okay we can do this even though you know it's tough for joe yeah and there's all this talk about you know joe burrow joe burrow joe burrow but Mm. they you know what what stopped them joe mixon got hurt yeah and they didn't do a thing and if joe mixon is banged up you don't have a choice you're gonna go with uh what's his name uh Giovanni, Giovanni Bernard. <laughs> Everyone's had him on their Giovanni. fantasy team ten times, and he is always terrible. Right? You're like, oh, Giovanni's gonna do it this year, and you're like, nope, nah. ain't doing, ain't doing shit. More, more disappointing Giovanni's in my mom's dating life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any Giovanni's. I wish I knew a Giovanni. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll introduce you to a Giovanni. <laughs> oh, I'll introduce you to this piece of shit. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> Hey, you want to meet a guy named Giovanni? I I, I know a guy <laughs> named Giovanni. I know a, I know a couple. I know a couple. Um, this next game, we don't have any takeaways. I don't think it's the Cowboys at Washington. Cowboys are only being favored by three points right now, and I think after tonight they'll be favored by about five and a half points. Yeah, that's going to be an easy one. Uh, I'm thinking uh, Andy. Andy has a game. This this slate's looking easy. Am I am I yeah. crazy about that? No. And it, we're going to talk about slam dunks. Um, Packers field goal favorites against the Texans. Ooh, the Texans are st- they're they're feeling spry right now. Y- yeah, but know. if you're a team whose offense is struggling, a trip to Houston is just what you need. Exactly. I'll throw you some comps to the zoo. <laughs> you can go meet a giraffe. You can throw some alfalfa in the rhino's mouth. Then you can just score touchdowns on this depleted Houston defense. I love that. That's a good. That sounds like a good little Sunday and Saturday right there. Yeah, you know, the zoo, torches, tacos, blowout win, <laughs> and it's gonna pain me. I might might need to have you place the bet for me. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have to like you. you like use my mouse and stuff, or like use my uh, finger. I'll hand you my phone. I'll, I'll tell you, hey, I need to place a, w- a wager on the Packers. I don't want to do it myself. Can you place the Packer bet for me? Oh yeah! Wow, you hate the Packers. This yeah, is gonna be I'm, I'm kind of like a Hasidic guy taking a elevator during Shabbat. Oh no! <laughs> oh good. Um, that is it. We're, we're recording it. Okay, I'll explain the joke. Okay, we're we live in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, boy. Um, my my fiance, she's the only non Hasidic employee in a Hasidic company, so I know a lot about this community. And on their on their Sabbath, which is Friday night to Saturday morning, great early punk song. Um, <laughs> is that the <this>? and then, <laughs> And there, there aren't a lot of press elevator buttons. That's what I mean. <laughs> Thanks for explaining that to well, the to the users, people. I was just trying to make Sam happy. <laughs> I, I thought I thought taking the Eagles would be enough of that. But yeah, I know the uh, the Packers are probably going to eat, but we'll see. And then you know, 
Panthers Saints. Uh, Panthers played their reflection. That's <laughs> that's a perfect. <laughs> the Bears and the Panthers are the same Ooh. team. The the Bears are just a little further along. Teddy, in the Teddy, 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 weeks bullish. That Teddy did not do well. That's that's not a version of Teddy you expect to have. But I Bears mean, defense is good. Yeah, and in Teddy, he's not a great quarterback. He's a quarterback who's responsible, who's able, who in the right situation can win you ten games. He's right. Case Keenum 2.0. I mean, if you saw with the Saints, he just had to play compliment football and then have Elvin Kamara just bail him out. So I love the complimentary football illusion. Complimentary football is what it's all about. Yes. And both these teams, Panthers and Bears, they're responsible. And like, mm-hmm. the Saints have an ass kicking in them, don't they? Oh, yeah. I think so. I, I, they need, they haven't had one really as of late and for all. Pa- and the Panthers, I like them. I extol their virtues every show, but I think the tape might be out. So mm. if we're seeing a healthy Saints team, yeah. I'm probably going to back the Saints here, and I'm probably going to lose that bet. Yeah, But I, I know yeah. uh, Seahawks minus three and a half at Cardinals. Um, uh, Seahawks well. has some trouble in that, in that West division when they play. So it could be, it could be a close one, or, uh, or Russell is just, he's in it. He's in the zone. He's in the MVP zone. I mean, those those two defenses are terrible. Yes. If you maybe you tease the Cardinals in the under there, I like the t- I, I like, like the two team teasers. Those have been a lot of fun. Yeah. Like that is just as like a as someone who occasionally will throw fifty dollars out there just to make watching TV a little bit more exhilarating. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is what sports gambling is. It's putting down money to right. make TV more fun. That's it. You can't do that with Stranger Things. You can't do that. You can make a bet. You can make a bet on uh, Eleven. <laughs> yeah, see what she does that uh, that episode. Yeah, I bet she's gonna get uh, six texts from Drake after midnight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, he's a better. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that one's there. And then Forty ers at the Patriots. This is a weird one. Man. Weird one. Patriots still favored by three. Only three. Do you think Cam has it? Yeah. Yeah. He took one bad sack to yesterday. That was totally his fault. Yes. Yeah. He but tried to do too much. Can Cam we too much. maybe be a little bit more understanding with these guys coming back from COVID? I think we need to, but it's the NFL. You can't. <laughs> yeah, no I mean, <laughs> we saw Nick Saban get cured in a day and a half. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's using, uh, oh yeah, he's just, yeah, I, I can do it. I'm going to do, I can just take this, this elixir, but he works at a, at a college. So I, I bet they have some good, good medicine there. <laughs> what? It's a college. They have medicine. They have the, like a department of medicine, you know, you got to do like, you can take some good shit there. Well, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> He's better at improv because he'll I'll throw Brian something like yeah well he'll just <laughs> sometimes go and I'm just like I I got nothing. Um, Chiefs minus nine and a half at Broncos. Ooh, Drew Locke is a lock for me on this one. Nine and a half is a big spread. Yeah, Melvin Gordon will he be back? Mm-hmm. No, he's got he's out like he's sick for something. Yeah, th- he wasn't out because of the DUI. He right. was out because he was sick, which means he's probably guilty about that DUI. Yeah, yeah, he's got a little stomach hurt. He feels bad. He's heartbroken. He should be. He's letting his team down. Now, that's a stay away. And if we're going to talk about irresponsible money line bets, uh-huh. how about the Jaguars visiting the patron saint of this show? What's the what's the number for, for the Jags? Minus eight. 
They're playing the Los Angeles Chargers with our boy, Justin Herbert. Yeah, I can see Justin feasting, um, but they're, they're kind of like the... They're the same. <laughs> they're type of the same type of teams. They're not the same type of team because what happened with the Chargers was they got incredibly injured. Yes. They're, the NFL, you can succeed with a good pass rush. Ingram's out. Bosa's been banged up. Mm-hmm. They had to like throw their star rookie quarterback into the mix all of a sudden. Yeah. And Derwin James is out for the year. That's a lot of factors to overcome when you have a coach who can't manage games whatsoever. True. That's true. I, I just um, I can see the Jags finally just they've had some tough games. So you know how you know how teams are. They they just they they screw on their their shoes and just buckle them up and like just. Plow through. I, I want. I want a Minshew mania game. That's what I want. But you think the Jags, who are actively tanking, and Minshew's a good player, but they're not giving him any line help. No, they're, he doesn't have any help on defense. Hell no. And then he's going to travel across the country. He's going to take a three thousand mile flight and beat a team coming off a bye that has underperformed to their talent level so far this year. This is the best bet on the board. Like you lay it out like that, and I think you got a winner, my friend. So I think in the afternoon slate at you know four twenty-five. Ooh, they get the four twenty-five start. Hey. The NFL cares about them. <laughs> the NFL cares. We're gonna house the Chargers money line. I love it. We're gonna throw everything in our account on the Charger money line. Cool. And we'll we'll be all right with that. Cool. And then. Buccaneers at Raiders, minus two and a half. Ooh, Raiders are feeling it. Raiders are feeling it. Talk me into the Raiders here. What did I say about, how about rugs? You got rugs. You got you got John Gruden. He just, I'm trying to sell you here. Gruden's great, and I think he can come in. He wants to beat the Bucks. That's his old team. Oh, man, this is, this is a juicy emotional game, my friend. But the fact that it's... We've seen the Raiders outform. They've been so good in, yeah. in national television right. spots. Yeah. But minus two and a half, that's too that is good so to close. be true. Yeah. Like if it's less than a field goal, how, you need to just blindly support Tampa Bay here. Right. Even if you're wrong, you know you were right for betting on Brady and Arians over Gruden and Derek Carr. And like this is the one week Derek Carr's stock will be the highest it'll ever be. Yes. I'm yeah. a little afraid because the Raiders are coming off a bye. Right. But, you know. The Bucks defense looked great. Bucks defense looked great. Levante yeah. David had a couple tackles where it's like, oh, how did he even get that I guy know. down? I know. He, their whole, that whole team just runs around. Yeah, like, and they're still, they're not using their best offensive player in the scheme. They're not using their second best offensive they, player in the scheme. Like, I think the Bucks have another level they can go to offensively. Of course, yeah. And I believe it's up, it's up to Brady. It's really up to Brady. But maybe it's smart to just turtle these guys use them as decoys, and then Ronald Jones has just been killing teams. Yeah. Three straight 100-yard games. Gronk is rounding into form. So, like, they're getting into shape. Yeah. They had a few... It was good to see Gronk get a touchdown. It That's was right. good to see Gronk get a touchdown. <laughs> that I'm so glad O.J. Howard ruptured his Achilles. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then our last game of the week, Ooh. Bears at Rams, minus six. Vegas doesn't want us to bet on this at all, do they? Hell no, because they know it's a good, it's a, it's a good game. Like it's a, it's a game that you really can't compute because the Bears could just blow out. But you're not gonna, you know, the Bears not gonna be up. They're not gonna be. 
the the favorite team here. No, and like this this line's just too big. Yeah, it tells me to go Bears, but in my heart, like you go Rams. We know the Rams are winning this game. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the sort of thing where you spend all day Sunday, you're placing your bets, and you're eyeing the Sunday night game. Yeah. You're thinking, oh, how do I, how am I going to make money on that? <laughs> and then you always talk yourself into the dog and yeah. getting some points, and then it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. I don't think you do it. Unless your co-host talks you out of it. Ooh, we'll it see. makes you support the San Francisco 49ers, <laughs> not the Rams. Well, we'll see. I think I think the Rams do pull it up, but uh, you never know. You might get some Nick Foles, uh, you know. Super Bowl action. Yeah, but we are in good shape here, so I think we're ready to move on to MLB after an ad read. Oh. Yeah. So let's give a shout-out to our friends. Yes, they are our friends at Face John's Stylized Masks for the Philly Faithful. Hey, what's a a John? Well, you know, uh, the website says John, and it's... uh, in all-purpose word used by Philadelphians. Oh. The girl asked the store clerk, what do you call those Johns everyone's wearing on their face? Interesting. Hey, I like your John. I'm talking about your computer. <laughs> do you like my John? I'm talking I about... I like your John. I'm talking about my little green West Market Street Ooh, mask Ooh, that looks comfy. Yeah, I, oh, I put it on upside down. Sam's going to be so mad It's okay, at just me. do it again. Just do put it on again. Yeah, okay. That's a good. That, oh, that's comfy. Uh, you like it? It's yeah. a John. I like They're it. They're from our good friends at Face John's Stylized Mask for the Philly Faithful. And um, you know what? If you do like them, if you want to get yourself one of their designer masks, go to facejohn.com. That's face, J-A-W-N.com. And they have a wide range of masks with different prints, Philly stuff, and even sports mantra like the new Dallas sucks, John, in the news. Philly special playbook, John. Oh, I want that one. You want the Philly special? Yeah. You know, Face John, they, they have a belief that high quality, affordable masks should be available for everyone. And for every John you buy, they will donate one to a deserving kid at a local Philly school. That's where awesome. they have to transfer out to Bel Air to live with their uncle. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So please go to facejohns.com. And you know what? They're, they're reversible. You can wear them upside down or the right way. <laughs> <laughs> but they're great masks. All right. So let's get into Major League Baseball. She's a new correspondent here. We've had her on before, and I think her picks have been white hot. Say hello to Props Network MLB specialist, Michelle Neat. You can go around hey. and go What is up, Michelle? We asked, well, let, let, let's go into that context. I had a great time watching Major League Baseball. This is the most I've enjoyed watching baseball in about probably five years, I'd say, since since the Cubs-Cleveland series a few years back. But You're welcome. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, you got me hooked. And before we get into it, we want to go through and talk about the World Series. We want to give our listeners the smartest place to put down their bets, give their be it a future, be it an MVP pick, or just betting this series game by game. But before we walk through the series, let's put out an epitaph for the 2020 Houston Astros. How dare you? What? I, I mean, I'm not insulting. They technically lost the series. Is that is that fair? 
<laughs> I could I could say that they battled back heroically. They overcame the odds. Oh, wait, listen, listen. Let me. <clears throat> okay, so we lost Verlander. We lost Osuna. We lost Joe Smith. Opted out. So we had a virtually empty bullpen. There was uh, you know, Chris, Christian Javier, Renale Paredes, uh, Luis Garcia, Andre Scrubs. So those were all like A, A or double A pitchers. And it made their debut. We set an MLB record at the beginning of the season for most debuts. And and for some reason, the offense couldn't do anything during the regular season. Uh, please don't take that as a sign of disrespect. Uh, anybody on the Astros, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> and if we're going to talk about things the Astros lost, I'd be remiss not to include integrity. <laughs> Listen, no regrets. We just wanted it more. Yeah, so they were down... 3-0, they came storming back. They brought it to a Game 7. Only second time it's happened in MLB history. Thank you. Yeah, and you were very excited. You were talking. You ma- I, I was not talking. You were talking. You compared them to the 2004 Red Sox. I was just saying statistically they were. And, yes, I was excited because I made some really hefty bets. Not hefty bets. Hefty promises to the baseball gods, which, if we're being honest, I'm very glad that didn't like work itself out. I promised that for a whole year, I would go celibate and I would stop dating. And I was ready to keep that because that's how much a win would mean to me. (laughs) Or you would just be that insufferable if the Astros won. You couldn't be around another person. That's actually it. (laughs) But you know what? Nail on the head. But you know what? You can have a great season without winning a championship, and I think the Astros had it, so I think it's fine. Yeah, like legitimately, with uh, all jokes aside, super proud of them. Um... Incredible stuff they did. Uh, I mean, I'm just happy they made it further than the Yankees and they had less to work with. So to every Yankees fan out there, <laughs> eat it. So, Oh, they're eating it. They're, they're very upset. Yeah, they're eating it. By it, they mean uh, dollar pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're, now we're here. We're at the World Series, L.A. Dodgers. Tampa Bay Rays. I, I'm so old. I want to say Devil Rays every time. <laughs> Devil Rays. Well, I mean, on their hats, technically. They yeah. Have them. So the Dodgers, they're favored minus 200. Rays are plus 160. Is this the sort of series that you would do with a future, or would you bet it game to game? Uh, I would go game to game, because if you look at – I mean, you can look at the stats over, there, over the postseason as a whole, but you should really look at it like what has happened – in this, like in the last however many uh, games, so I would take like the ALCS and the NLCS as a good example of how things might go down, um, because, good lord, thing uh, there was one night where the Dodgers got blown out and then they didn't, and then Tampa lost three in a row, and it was just it's super twenty twenty of the postseason. <laughs> yeah, and the Dodgers and baseball in particular, the public teams, they're juiced so much. There's never any value in betting on the Dodgers. Yeah. They were favored in every game of the NLCS. So you're just not winning anything really. There's like pennies. Yeah, I mean you can bet them well, there's better odds. So they've I I lost on my Dodgers bet last night. Mm. They were favored by one and a half. Yeah. So if they were were to have covered my $25 would have become $40. All right. So it was good odds. Plus 140, that's a decent payout. Okay. But minus 200 for the series, you can't do it. And I'm looking ahead to the game one line. So the starters are 
We have got Kershaw going for L.A. And shut up. And we've got <laughs> Glass now going for the Tampa Bay Rays. So if you were to take the Rays and they're, fa- they're underdogs by a run and a half, you could bet $148 to win 100 or you could bet $100 on the ast- on the Dodgers to win 123 mm. And tell me if I'm wrong here. So just from a, 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 the big narrative, I'm going to look at how I think the story will unfold, and I'll say the Dodgers, they need this. They have so much to prove, and they just want to bail out Kershaw with their bets tomorrow night. So that leads me to maybe want to back the Dodgers there. I wouldn't trust your instincts because I certainly didn't. I said, to, <laughs> I said to multiple people, I want to say the Braves, but again, I don't trust myself, so I'm going to go with the guy. I just won't bet on the Dodgers, and the Dodgers ended up winning last night. This first game? Ah, oh, man. You know, I'd have to say Tampa. I just, yeah. I really, like, I have to say Tampa, and I say that because, um, I mean, for a few reasons. I'd Tyler Glasnow, Tyler the Thirst Trap Glasnow, <laughs> arguably one of the most attractive men in baseball. Who uh, are the other candidates there? Um, Ty Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm just a talking looker. personality. What, here. What a Walker looker. Bueller in those pants. Mm. Chef's kiss. <laughs> so this is a series made for you. There's something to cheer for on both sides. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, no, but Tyler Glasnow, he. Uh, uh, the Dodgers have better numbers against him than Tampa has against Kershaw, but um, Kershaw, I mean, they've lost, the Dodgers have lost the last three World Series starts with Kershaw, so there's that. Gotta to stick consi- it, yeah. There's that to consider. There's also the, the fact to consider that, I mean, he says that he's feeling 100%, but he's still, I mean, he had back spasms like two seconds ago, so... Yeah, the back doesn't heal quickly. Like we no. talked about the ribs, the back's that's so much worse with that. And so in that game, if you were to back Tampa, there's good value on that. They're plus 145 to yeah. win the game. And then you could set yourself up for maybe backing the Dodgers game too. Do you think this will be a long series? Uh, I think it'll go to seven games, yes. Because, Ooh. I mean, you have – I mean – Without jumping too far ahead, so Glasnow is starting the first game. Snell is starting the second game. My guess is that um, I want to say Charlie Morton will start the third game, and Charlie Morton is a monster out there. Um, there's, I, I have a feeling that the Dodgers will have a very hard time doing anything against him because he's just been lights out. Like, yeah, Charlie looked good yesterday too. He whooped yeah. up on the Astros. Yeah. Charlie freaking Morton. And I know the the Rays, they use their bullpen, like, prohibitively. Their bullpen is amazing. I mean, the L.A. has good bullpen pieces, but some of them are being used as starters, like Dustin May is being used as a starter. Uh, Gratterall is being uh, – I mean, Gratterall is used pretty heavily. Um, they don't have as many – speed is in favor of Tampa. Um, pitch selection in favor of Tampa. Uh, youth in favor of – sort of in favor of Tampa. I just, they have a more consistent bullpen. They have more to work with. Okay, so I would, you could bet on the total number of games played. Pl- seven games is plus 215. 
I don't think it's ever worthwhile to bet on the total number of games played. Yeah. It's just like it's too easy to take a bad loss. If you're right about your hypothesis, you could still lose in so many ways. But I will say the series spread, if you like Tampa, if you think it'll go seven, raise their plus 1.5. That way, if they win or it goes seven, the bet is yours. That's a nice That's a nice outcome for anyone. Mm, yeah, and I just, I think the Dodgers are going to, you know what, I don't want to say that. That's disrespectful. Never mind. You think the Dodgers are going to choke? You think they're going to act like well, you think that Well, I just want to LA... pay attention to history. And the thing is, Tampa is hungrier. They've only been there. To, this is their second World Series appearance. You've seen what they've done. They are the number one team in the AL, and the Dodgers are the number one team in the NL. So that's why I really like this World Series. Even though I'm not super vested in either team, I am vested in seeing Charlie Morton get his ring. Another yep. one. Yeah, yeah but the last time the Rays went to the World Series, they went against a contender that always disappointed, mm-hmm. that, you know, it was kind of the end of the window for that team. And, and then <laughs> Philadelphia, the Phillies, they got their ring. Yeah. Ryan Howard vindicated that insane contract oh, he has. Oh, yeah. but to me, that's like a mix-up for me. It's like a very mixed bag of emotions because on the other hand I would love to see Tampa win for multiple reasons but part of it is petty a lot of it is petty I'll admit uh, but also, I want LA to win so they'll finally shut up. Yeah, and the LA to win. You're an Astros fan. It's the best outcome for everybody if the Dodgers win this World God, Series. So they'll stop whining. Jesus, yeah, they are bail- some of the most insufferable fans. No, they'll just whine more. It's like, well, we won this one. We didn't win it the way we wanted to. But it, like, we 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 did win. But yeah, right. Tampa was like, mm, uh huh. They'll yeah. find a way. Right. So that's what's gonna happen. So we don't want that to happen. For and, sure. and let's talk about. So this is all being played at the ballpark in Arlington. Mimic Made Park. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> um, if you take case you didn't get that, that's a inside joke. If you're a Houston resident after the year of 2005, Jeff Blum, thank you. <laughs> and um, how will the ballpark at Arlington Mimic Mimic Made Park affect this series? Well, the it's it really just depends on. If the roof is open or not, if the roof is closed, they have like a during the regular season, and I, I can't really t- like I didn't really pay attention to the series that was played there uh, so far, but the visiting team has scored ten plus runs. Yeah, yeah. and we know when that- the roof is closed, and it looks like a giant Home Depot shed. Ooh. So I feel like that should have something. To Everyone do with loves it. a Home Depot. Yeah, and yeah. It, it's a crazy, <laughs> beautiful hit. turf on the inside. Though <laughs> it's an insane hitters park. Like this park is so friendly. It vindicated Josh Hamilton for a few years there. <laughs> 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 Turned oh, him into Jesus. an American hero, <laughs> just for a minute there. Mm. And like I don't know, looking at this, you know, Blake Snell's probably going in game two, right? Yeah, he's definitely going in game two. They've already set their first and second, uh, so the first uh, and second starters. So, and you're, I'm reading your notes here. The Dodgers have 51 average against him, 62 on base percentage, Ooh. 87 slugging, and a .149 OPS. Super low. Yeah, that's just like, like over like his career versus the. Um, Dodgers, so I don't know how that would play. I mean, because everything plays differently in the postseason. There's a different kind of energy, and they think it balance out. Um, I like I'm pragmatic, so I like to be in favor of numbers and logic. But uh, 
again, I'm also a baseball fan, so I want to say Snell takes it in game two, but also the Dodgers haven't set their game two starter, and they have, so they have Kershaw going for the second one, but they haven't said one way or the other if Bueller is starting. Um, the other possible ones would be uh, Dustin May, which is not likely, or they might do like a bullpen sorry they might do like a bullpen game uh it it's hard to say one way or the other but um why don't we just give this one to la we'll get game two to la uh, even though the, i feel like the matchup favors la more in game one than right. game two but when Kershaw started in the uh the last time he started in the nlcs as all the numbers favored him, and he screwed himself over in a big way. Yeah, but it also feels like he's very loaded to that team. If if anyone else makes a mistake, it's fine. They're resilient. They come back. When I saw Kershaw make a mistake in that <laughs> series, the whole team just crumbled. It's kind of loaded. It's yeah. he is James Harden of baseball. <gasps> oh, she's so bad. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever been disrespected like that to my face. I mean, it's true, though. Like, who uh, else? Amazing regular season track record. And then you get to the playoffs. There's some bad luck. There's a little bit of disappointment. But every year, it's it's just some weird things happen. It's true. I mean, you could be dis- disappointed, but I'm correct in this instance. Like, when Kershaw messed up, like, it, just the whole team was affected by yeah, it. Yeah, it just, like, it started just toppling down because they that was that the game that they got blown out yeah like they it was tight through like the first four innings kershaw gave up the lead they took him out and then they gave up four more runs the game was over in the top of the fifth and they they battled back they made it seven to eight but Mm. like for all intents and purposes it's over yeah and like the dodgers like when those big bats are coming they're a good squad like Yesterday, like I lost that bet because they don't know how to have any base running. Yeah. Oh, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, it's like they, they, their coach said, "Do whatever you want. Uh, pretend like the rules don't matter <laughs> when it comes to running the bases." Yeah, but the Dodgers—they also had that stupid like play at the plate that they could have just—if uh, they hung back, they could add runners at first and third with one out. Instead, you have a runner at first with two outs. Not ideal. Hey, if you're first, you're last. Right? That's yeah. how it works. Okay. Yeah, if you're first, you're last. And also, like, to, to back Tampa Bay in this instance, okay. it, like, you like Tampa Bay. I mean, oh, yeah, I like Tampa Bay. I have uh, reasons to favor both teams. <laughs> but we also saw that the Dodgers, they came back from a deficit, and they had to use their bullpen a lot during that span. They had to use their starters in some weird ways during Game 7. Ooh, so you think yeah. they're, on, they're on E? They're well, running on empty a little well, bit? Well, I mean... To your point, I agree with you that um, the Dodgers had to, like, their bullpen is more taxed than Tampa Bay because Tampa Bay's bullpen works more efficiently. Yeah, and, like, they, they're they very, you know, managerial. There's very much a logic with how these guys are utilized in situations. This is a sort of, like, status that ruined the pace of the game for a, a few years there. But like oh yeah, the three batter minimum. I think the three batter mem- minimum was implemented for. I want to blame it all on Brad Ausmus because there was one game. Yeah, fuck that guy. I do not mind saying that. I will disrespect the heck out of him. <laughs> I heard he's one of the nicest guys in sports. <laughs> I did. 
He acted like a giant baby last season. He took, he, he, God, they were losing that game anyway. And there's no, there's no way the Angels were going to win that game. And he used like 13 pitchers. And it was, at one point he was switching them from like pitch to pitch. So there, he was switching pitchers in the middle of like a batter's count. Like it's, fuck Brad Ausmus to wrap that up. <laughs> All right. Case in point. But like, why shouldn't I bet Tampa right now? The odds are in their favor. And if you think they're going to lose, if you think they're going to win game one, this is the best value I'll get off Tampa Bay. I know you're telling me take this game, take the series game by game. But if you think Tampa's the better team, if you think they have better pitching and better youth and every sabermetric loves the Rays here, wh- why, why aren't they favored? Because they don't have, I mean, it's one thing to play in the postseason and they have made some postseason ad- uh, appearances, but it's another thing I think to play. It's a different type of energy to play in the World Series. Mm-hmm. So a lot of them are not battle tested. Um, again, kind of young, uh, and even though you can be as great as you want, but um, the younger players are always just, in my opinion, a little more excitable. But mm-hmm. does isn't aren't they insulated from this? There is not. There's some fans at the game, but it's not like a typical World Series atmosphere where it just it's like a festival of sport. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think capacity is at like uh, like twelve thousand or like slightly under. And um, granted, after both of the teams were set for the World Series, the price did drop a little, a lot, because it was like a game one ticket was valued at three twenty four. Then once both teams were set. Once they found out that Tampa was playing, the price dropped to like one oh nine a ticket. Mm, all right. So if you're, I mean, if, if they're a small market team, America does not respect them. They do not get the respect they deserve. And <laughs> even in, even if you are a Tampa fan, like it's kind of getting lost in the shuffle. You want a Stanley Cup, you have a team that could win the Super Bowl. So it's just like, how is Tampa the city of champions well, all of I a mean, sudden? Even when they won the ALCS, what what headline is everyone talking about? No one's talking about Tampa. No winning, one's talking about Tampa. Which is disrespectful, in yeah. my opinion, extremely disrespectful. Everyone's talking about, oh, America won because the Astros lost. No, y'all still lost. Right. Yeah. You don't see. That's the problem. With I don't know if it's MLB or just what we're what the fans are thinking about now. Because you, we should see Tampa Bay fans just going irate. But um, I'm not seeing that too much. It's the narrative driven by the national sports media, and I have. <coughs> I will go on record against anybody out there. Hmm. They're all good. Jeff Passano. Yeah, we're here to correct <laughs> it. We're, John we're, Heyman. We're a national media outlet. We're pro Molly Astros, Knight. reasonably. <laughs> At least one of us is reasonably pro Astros. I'm reasonable. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. I am reasonable. The thing is, I will. I like numbers. I like logic. I like fact. And even though I am a diehard Astros fan, I will listen to reason. I will listen to fact. And I will concede on some long-held beliefs because they go against the actual facts. Because if you are a diehard baseball fan, aren't the Rays the sort of team that just appealed to, like, a traditional fan? Yeah, they are. I mean, it's um, the—I feel like they're—like, the Dodgers are, like, the hot girl you'll see on the weekends but never take home, but, like— the Rays are like the girl you would take on the mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the girl you want to marry because she's so good at hitting foul balls. Yes, <laughs> they fall off so many. Every they make those at bats I mean, go. Wait, is so that low. not the number one? Like, the that's top, the number one attribute. <laughs> Have I been dating wrong? You've been dating. You're dating correct. No, that's consistency, right? That's consistency. So you take that home to mama. That's what you need. 
So let's talk about, you know, props for this World Series. Maybe World Series MVP, prohibitive favorite, Mookie Betts. Next favored, Tyler Glass. Now, Mookie's plus 800, by the way. Tyler's plus 900. Randy Arozarena is plus 10 to 1. Kershaw's mm-hmm. 10 to 1. Bellinger, do not bet Bellinger. 12 to 1. He's, he's got an MVP. He's famous. He's memed. He's not winning MVP with an injured shoulder. No. Oh, you, know, you don't win something Cody like that. Cody Bellinger as a meme. That's about as good as it can get. Is there a guy who was more likely to get injured celebrating than Cody Bellinger? Not with a name with Cody. No, I'm that's trying it. to think out of the team. No. Yeah. <laughs> Just him. Because nobody in Tampa. I'm like, I mean, granted, it's a Florida team. So, I mean. Yeah. I wonder if anyone else has got hurt by doing that. That little uh, celebration shoulder thing. Cause well, it was like a, they jumped up and it was like a high five. And I think it was Kike Hernandez and him. And Kike like sent his whole body into it. Sheesh. Yeah, I, I understand. I, I've had a, a celebration derail the best Lions team in my lifetime. Hmm. We, 2014. Yeah. We oh. had our, Stephen Tulloch, our, our second best defender, celebrated a sack against Aaron Rodgers, tore his ACL. Who, who, who won that game against Dallas in the postseason? The tight end Tulloch would have been covering. Mm. Jason Witten made a grab, ended it for us, all because of a celebration. But I digress. Back to these MVP odds. Charlie Morton, your boy, 15 to 1. So what's the, what's the smart money on for MVP? Where would you put down? Give me a pick for each side. Hmm. For each side. Um, I would pick uh, for Tampa, I would pick either, uh, I would say Charlie Morton or um, Rosarena. I mean, he won it in the ALCS, and it is not unheard of for uh, the same player to win both. Now, if you want me to pick somebody besides Rosarena, I'd would not have an answer for you. I mean, you did pick two. Yeah. But um, anyone on the Dodgers side you think could maybe come out, have a great series? Um, well, uh, what's the, what's that kid's name? It's um, Julio uh, Urias. Am I saying that right? Urias is actually 60 Urias. to 1. Urias. Like, he's lights out. He's might be my... He might be my favorite one on their, like, uh, out of their pitching everything. I mean, uh, he might be my favorite on their roster because he is deadly. Yeah, and if I'm going to go, like, a Dodgers MVP pick, I'm going long shots. I I was thinking Urias at 60-1 to or, like, maybe a guy who's battle-tested who means so much to that fan base. Justin Turner is 25-1. to Oh, yeah, um, Justin Turner. The, I really appreciated his turn in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent wordplay there. A better beard than anyone dating Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I, I, I kind of like Turner there because, like, who wins the MVPs in these things? They're the people who are reliable. They're not really stressed out by the situation. Who has more reps than Turner and, like, He's so well positioned in that in that order. I mean, mm-hmm. that's true. Like, uh, well, like back in like 2018, I didn't really think he would take it, but Steve and like Steve Pierce, he ended up taking the World Series MVP in 2018. 
and um like George Springer he took it in 2017 like that's he's if it's always the their guy he may not be like the flashiest or like the face of but he's still a very popular well-known player so I, I would probably agree with Justin Turner yeah and I, I do think there's a lot of sucker bets just built into the World Series MVP like any pitcher mm. that's like a, any starting pitcher because you know if Urias is getting those reps and he swings three games sure I see that case but like any starting pitcher like you want the series they not only do they have to win the series needs to break a certain way so like putting your money on glass now or Kershaw like the money's not great and the variables are just so far in their favor you'd be better off just like sprinkling it on these long shot guys and like Choi who was amazing in that series, who's like kind of become the face of Tampa in terms of social media. He's right. really fun to follow. Yeah, he's, a pre- he's pretty funny. Like, uh, they've got a couple of really funny dudes on their team. Yeah. Yeah, like Choi's 35 to 1. And just in terms of star power, that dude's oh, just electrifying. Yeah, I'm marking him down for my bet. For yeah, that. I mean, because yeah. it's sports writers who are like, voting on this as well charisma plays a factor and like charisma is just exuding from this guy like crazy yeah i'm totally for that the locker room photo of him in the short shorts holding a bottle of champagne beautiful gotta love it gotta Uh, love it he knows it he knows how to get get the followers oh and he uh no no it just killed me when they won the uh the division series and they've started playing New York, New York, and he was like dancing around and then he kicked over the trash can and started stomping on the trash can. <laughs> like I'm a Houston fan, but even that got me. And then uh when Randy Arena he did the his post his like a uh, post game press conference after they won, the first thing you see is like he sticks his foot in the frame and it's just a cowboy boot. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, Gotta love it. Yeah, then they're loose. They're having fun, and that bodes well for them. Mm-hmm. I want to bet the Dodgers. I'll be cheering for the Dodgers. I lived in L.A. for a bit. They have more to lose and more to prove than Tampa does, so I feel like they... they. Uh, I like Tampa's mindset going into this. Yeah, that's a good point. The Dodgers do have like a lot. I mean, what, it, what is going to happen if Tampa loses? People are going to disrespect them the same amount. Yeah. They're still going to talk about how... Uh, the Astros lost to them, mm-hmm. and uh, it's going to be like the same kind of thing with like the the, the Nationals. I don't think got enough respect either because they, right around the time like, th- yeah, I just I don't think Tampa really has anything to lose. No, what are they going to do? Like, yeah, and even if they do lose, you know, you could cheer yourself up by petting a manta ray. That's that's always a fun. manta ray or petting Tom Brady. So like you're exactly. okay. Um, There's you, a lot of things you can do. Okay, so let's ha- let's do an exercise. Okay. I am um, I'm giving you a hundred dollars to bet on this series, <laughs> any 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 amount you want. So I want you to slide that money back to me and tell me where I'm placing it. It Ooh. can be series bets. It can be MVP. You said I could give as much ga- back. Game one, game two. <laughs> no, you're 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 betting it. You gotta wager this money. It doesn't exist. You can keep it, but you know I want you to. Plan my wagers for the next, <laughs> for Tuesday, for Wednesday, and for the series as a whole. Mm. Okay. So uh, my pick for game one would be uh, would be Tampa, and for two reasons. Number one would be, uh, like we said earlier, the Dodgers pull bullpen is taxed. Um, the Tampa, Tampa comes in fresher. They come in looking better. Uh Tampa's offense is surprising, and they're kind of sneaky. You wouldn't think that they would fare well against uh, the Dodgers, but I, 
going to go out there and they're going to take it. Um, as far as my player props bet for games. And can I can I ask one follow-up question to that one? Yeah. Would that be Tampa spread plus one and a half or Tampa money line? Tampa money line. Okay, so that's how much of that money are you putting up? Wait, so this is money for Tuesday and Wednesday? I, I'm placing the bet. I'm going to place a bet on my account. So Tuesday and Wednesday, so we're going to use $50 for each day, so there's an even amount. Okay. So $25. $25 on Tampa Moneyline, and then in game game two, you got Bl Snell going for Tampa. That'll probably make the Dodgers' odds a little bit more reasonable. Yeah. So uh, what what are you saying for game two? I would say the Dodgers. Okay. Dodgers on the Dodge, Tampa money line, Dodgers money line, and so you got $50 left. You can do it for the series. You can do it for the, the, the line of games, or you can do it for MVP. What do you have? Um, MVP. Ooh. Four? Four. Tampa. And who would that be? Can I name two? Yeah, you could split it up, 25 on each. Ooh. Charlie Morton. I think 15 that's a lot. to 1. That would be a payout of 25 to win $350. Ooh. So that would be nice. And who, who did we say earlier? And I was in complete agreement with you on that. Wasn't that a. Was it Choi? It was either Choi or Rosarena. It was. I did mention Hunter Renfro, but that's just because I saw him win a college football championship. <laughs> very, very much in favor of that. <laughs> And it's weird. This Hunter Renfro is not a bald athletic icon, so, which I consider myself to be. That is correct. I mean, absolutely. It's the first thing that comes to mind, honestly. <laughs> oh, Brian, tangent. The documentary about the Big Wachowski is done. <gasps> <laughs> That's cool. I'm done for that. I cried. That's oh. The documentary leads out to me crying. I came back from a big knee surgery. I won a pickup basketball tournament. I want to, I just thought about all the rehab and I just bawled in front of people. Oh, for like 15 minutes. Honestly, the, yeah, it's just energy, legend energy. Yeah. I think, can we put Joel as MVP? I think so. <laughs> honestly, that's the safest bet you can make. Yeah. <laughs> I've never won a big Walkowski MVP. <laughs> <laughs> shame. That's a shame. Okay. So we have a second MVP bet. I am inclined to go with, with joy here, but I'll, I'll I'll follow your advice. Thank you. Thank you. Ch is it Choi? Yeah. Choi. Okay, so I'm gonna give you one minute before we go off the air. Anything we need to look for in the series that I haven't touched on that you think the betters, the gamblers, they need to know. Mm, I say the betters and the gamblers just keep in mind the injuries. Uh, of recent to uh, Kershaw and uh, to Bueller. Um, Bellinger, so. Bellinger, I mean, but uh, I would never, honestly, because of his face, I would never place money on him, regardless of how skilled he is. <laughs> he always looks confused, like maybe he ate one too many brownies. I mean, he's in L.A. you got to be like that in L.A. He's just <laughs> appealing to the local fan base who probably is making the same facial expressions as he is. <laughs> That's a face my dog makes when I rub her belly. <laughs> and Okay, but still, I mean, I know you didn't tell me this, but I do have the takeaway here that 
maybe the best bet is the Tampa game spread plus one and a half. Then you have a, their win, or if they lose it in seven, and the odds for that are only minus 112. So on a scale of one to 10, what would your confidence in that wager be? Mm, it would be a seven. Okay. So it's, you know, slightly over five, uh, but... In your confidence for game one, for in the, the which is really just your short shortened Kershaw, on scale one to ten. That yeah, is. I mean, I was super confident in Kershaw, but he messed me over, and I will not let him do that again. Also, keep in mind that's another thing. Keep in mind that the Dodgers have lost their last three starts with him. Ooh. The last three World Series starts, folks. That's pay attention to history. That's all I'm saying. Pay attention to history. This is baseball. The best team is probably the Dodgers, but the best team doesn't always win. We've seen it play out many times, and it feels like this could be the Rays' year. I think it is. All right. So w we like... L.A., Bridesmaid, Never the Bride. <laughs> yeah, L.A., they're the, basically Catherine Heigl in 27 dresses <laughs> at this point. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're on Rays' game one. Dodgers game two, we are on the Rays series line. Then for MVP, we are on Morton, Choi, and if Justin Turner from the Dodgers. Yes. Okay, so that's where our money is, and you're going to have some content on the Props Network throughout the series, no? Uh, yes, I am. I will be coming to you daily. Oh, so you're going to give daily picks? Um, not tomorrow, uh, but... Uh, I think starting every day after that. Awesome. Sweet. So I will be following them around. I will be blindly following your picks and hoping they turn out well. And I've, I've been doing that so far. And, you know, it's been the most successful gambling of the, the past week for me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Michelle Need, everybody. Thank you for coming by. Thanks for being part of the Props Network. So, you know, you want to know what the Props Network is? ThePropsNetwork.com. That's the place where bets begin. No, the Props Network isn't a sports book, but it's where smart bettors and new players go before visiting the sports book. Why? Because the Props Network has a few things that all bettors need exclusive sign up bonus, reporting on weekly promos, free betting picks, and live odds comparisons for every football game. A visit to the Props Network before placing a bet guarantees that you'll be wagering with the best available bonuses and getting the biggest possible payout if your bets hit. This week at the Props Network, you will get $30 free bets, no deposit required from Unibet, or you can get four risk-free bets up to $1,000 at points bet with code BONUSPROPS, and you can get your first $500 matched with your first deposit at BetMGM, which is the official sportsbook of the Detroit Lions and Jamie Foxx, and you'll get that match with using code WALKON20, and you can get all these deals and more at thepropsnetwork.com. And, you know, must be 21 or older to bet online. Do you or someone you know have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER today. So we're doing a lot of good stuff here. Michelle will be having picks throughout the rest of the week for, I think, every World Series game. Old pal Donnie Sengstack is joining the blog squad this week, and he is giving his best college football bets. And speaking of college football, I love to have an Eli Sayers on. Ooh. Not too much is happening. 
I think we're going to have Eli on every Wednesday to talk a little bit of college football with us. Lovely. Yeah, so we're going to have him on Wednesday. She'll be out Thursday. We're going to have a Big Ten preview. We're going to plan what how the college football is going to break down this weekend. And I think he might have some thoughts on that Bama game. <laughs> so we'll be back on Wednesday. And as always, subscribe, like, download. Don't just enjoy all of this amazing content without clicking those subscribe and like buttons. For the Props Network and the Walk On, this is Joel Walkowski for Brian Mitchell, walking off.